brother, sister, are you ready when the Lord appears?
we greet all brothers and sisters, all friends worldwide who are joining us now online to this biblical word observation with and through Brother Frank very warmly. We would like, brothers and sisters, we would like to invite you again to Krefeld to come to the services to greet and welcome you there. Sadly, this is not possible yet for the well-known reasons. The more grateful we are to the Lord for these broadcasts which are broadcast from Krefeld through the precious word and through the sermons of the 80s. The Lord blessed us in a wonderful way through it and we trust that he will continue to do so. I read a word of the scripture from Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14. Here Paul writes, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole fatherhood in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his grace to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, and depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, and to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end, Amen. Und in Christus Jesus bis hinaus auf alle Geschlechter aller Zeiten der Ewigkeit. Amen. Wir beten. We pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your precious word for this word observation. We pray for your blessing. Bless all listeners. Strengthen your servant. We thank you for everything. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, precious friends, I also would like to greet all of you and also the many greetings, passing them on, which were given to me, especially from all the countries of Africa, 
whether Brother Ngonga, Dr. Mbie, whether Brother Cecil, whether Brother Hilton, whether Brother Motika, whether Brother Ngonga, all our brothers are sending greetings. And of course, from all of Europe, from Canada, from Montreal, from Toronto, from Edmonton, from everywhere, the greetings are coming in. Also, the many emails. Also, Brother Müller from the Baltic Sea, Brother Hustzar from Austria, the brethren from Switzerland are sending greetings on a regular basis. Brother Tati from Brussels, Brother John from Bucharest, the brother from Bratislava, Brother Miro. Yes, one could continue the list. Brother Mwamba, all brothers are sending greetings. They are joined with us and joined with the Lord. For me, today is a special day. And I was internationally asked to refer to the 28th of February, 1963. We all know what happened at that time. But before we go into it, let me read again the word which was read for the word of introduction. Let me please read verse 15 once again, quoting it as it is correct, namely, that every fatherhood in heaven and earth is named. In the English Bible and all the other translations, there is written, misleading, in a misleading way, it's written, of whom the whole family Every family in heaven and earth is named. And out of it, the Trinity doctrine was made. That in heaven there are three, namely Father, Son and Holy Ghost. And by it, representing a family, only because the translators were Trinitarian people. So, here it is not about the German Bible translation. Here it is about the correct repetition of the original word of God. And I ask all brothers worldwide to refrain from the thought that we put the German language into the foreground. But we just have to say that in the newer translations it's much better than the old translations in the other languages. But now to our task. The 28th of February 1963. Forgone was March 1962 when Brother Brenham was told he should not make the journey to Switzerland but should return and then should move to Arizona. And God has really laid it in such a way that at the beginning of December 1962, I was together with Brother Brenham 
and that he personally he reported to me what he was told and what he must do now because of the instruction which was given to him by the Lord. And just imagine, in a vision he was shown when they will widen your narrow street and when the vehicles will drive up and down on the street and when your fence will be laid onto the lawn, this is the moment, the time in which you shall move to Arizona. <coughs> to receive their special instruction. And these mine eyes on the First, second, third, and fourth of December have seen these bulldozers, have seen the fence lying on the lawn. These mine ears have heard it that Brother Brenham had to pack and with his family he will move to Arizona. And I've said it a couple of times that he asked me to preach in his state in Los Angeles and in Portland, Oregon. To which he was invited and where he should actually speak. I was happy to do that. I was in Los Angeles and I was in Portland, Oregon because he asked me to do it. But brothers and sisters, now we come really to the very special point. To all, to all of you is known this photograph. In this supernatural cloud the Lord descended on the 28th of February 1963 and in this cloud there were seven angels and Brother Branham said the seventh meant more for him than the other six. And the seventh was it who spoke to him, return to Jeffersonville for the opening of the seals will take place. Brother Brenham could report all the details which were told to him at this experience. And brothers and sisters, if one then has even become an eyewitness, what happened on that day outwardly, because Brother Brenham said, there was a mighty thunderstorm with thunderclaps. And what happened? He said, the tips of the trees were cut off and the whole region was shaken. These mine eyes have seen the chopped off tree tips. These mine eyes have seen the rocks, the stones, which rolled down from the mountain through the earthquake, through the shaking. These mine eyes have seen the rocks. God has just led it in such a way from the very beginning that I was connected with Brother Brenham and with that, what God has done in our time.
And now, for all your information, I've said it many times, here it is the Science Magazine, and you see the same photo with a cloud on the first page in the world-famous magazine, Science. Yeah. And here, the long article of Dr. James MacDonald. He writes how high the cloud was before it descended. And also, in this world-known magazine, Life, there was given an article. And here, the photo with a text and a high cloud ring of mystery for the unbelievers a mystery for us a revelation of Jesus Christ in our time and brothers and sisters it just has to be said and emphasized very clearly that on the 28th of February 1963 nothing was spoken of seven thunders nothing and again nothing of the return of Jesus Christ Nothing of all the things, of all the doctrines which came up in the course of the past times and which were propagated. Everything, our own interpretations, own explanations. He was only one thing, return to Jeffersonville for the opening of the seven seals will take place and will be given to you. Amen. Full stop. No more and no less. All whom from the 28th of February 1963 all who built and made up their false teachings who gave free reign to their fantasy let it be said to them in the name of the Lord you have been misled by a misleading spirit the spirit of truth leads only into the truth and therefore we must all we must warn all who were pulled into the false teachings. And then we have the 58 years behind us since the opening of the seals. There followed the 17th to the 24th of March when Brother Brenham preached about the seven seals. And we wrote about it. We wrote very clearly and we placed it biblically where the seven seals belong, where the first four belong, where the fifth and then the sixth seal and also up to the seventh seal in which it's written in verse 1 in Revelation 8 it's only written of the silence in heaven probably half an hour but right, right in the next verse and I saw seven angels before the throne and seven trumpets were given to them in the second and in the next verses it's directly said what is contained in the seventh seal 
And we are grateful to the Lord God with all our hearts that we received the glimpse, we received the revelation and could accept it. And especially we go back to Revelation chapter 1 and here to the first three verses and then we go back to the last chapter of the book of Revelation and there again to the last three verses. In the first three it is written Blessed is he who readeth and who hear the words of the prophecy of this book. And now pay attention, pay attention to that what was said. And who keep those things which are written therein. Please say Amen. And keep those things which are written therein. A true child of God has absolutely nothing to do what is not written in the Bible. We only have to deal with a written testimony which was left unto us in the Holy Scripture. And brothers and sisters, in the same way, Revelation 22 Whoever adds to the words of the prophecy of this book or whoever takes something away from it, his part will be taken away from the tree of life. Please, please, have respect before the word of God and also before Revelation 10 in particular. But because first, when the angel of the Lord, as the angel of the covenant, comes down and puts his feet on land and sea, this of course didn't happen on the 28th of February 1963. Even today, this is in the future. Our Lord is, of course, the angel of the covenant. The rainbow surrounds him. And the rainbow is the bow of the covenant. And after he puts his feet on land and sea, then the seven thunders will utter their voices. Please, please, Leave everything just as God has ordered it. And I ask all brothers and sisters worldwide to find grace in the sight of God. To add nothing and to take nothing away from it. But to leave everything the way as it is. In this context, brothers and sisters, it still must be added here something. What happened here when Brother Brennan preached in Houston, Texas, in the Great Colosseum, and the supernatural pillar of fire came down, unbelieving Photographers, news reporters made photos. And what did Brother Rem say? I'm not here to testify of myself. The Lord who sent me, he will testify of the commission and sending. And this was the moment in which the supernatural cloud appeared above the head of Brother Brenham. Also here, I followed up all the things. I was in Houston, Texas. I was in Dallas, Texas. I was in Washington. 
and I've seen this photo in Washington that hangs in the Hall of Art. Brothers and sisters, because God has given me by grace from the very beginning the great privilege to have been acquainted with that what what is in context with the most important period of time now in the prayer of salvation what is happening now before the return of Christ and brothers and sisters let me say it clearly today and to it we will read just now a couple of scriptures What took place? It took place that our Lord revealed Himself in our time just in the same way as in the days of Abraham and Moses. Why was Brother Brenham told on the 7th of May 1946 as Moses were given two signs so also you are given two signs. We all know the calling of Moses. We all know about the promise which God has given through Abraham in Genesis, in chapter 15. Your descendants will dwell 400 years in a foreign country. Then I will lead them out. And when the time was over, the Lord appeared in a pillar of fire, Exodus 3, to his servant and prophet. And today we read the scriptures which report us that the Lord in the pillar of cloud and in the pillar of fire accompanied his people by day and by night. And we heard it from the mouth of Brother Brenham time and again. The same pillar of fire, the same supernatural pillar of cloud appeared to us, appeared to me. And how often in the prayer lines he said, the angel of the Lord is now in the pillar of fire above this and that person. In the last sermon of June 1962, I have heard Brother Brenham say, on the day of judgment, you will find out that the angel of the Lord stands here, not even two feet away from me. And the angel of the Lord is the angel of the covenant. And if you read in Exodus 3, the angel of the Lord appeared. The Lord saw that Moses came closer and God spoke through the, out of the fire. Three things are mentioned in one single experience. The angel of the Lord the Lord and God. It's just simply manifestations of the same God. And we are very, very grateful for it. I could report some other things of that, what God has done, and also of the statements, of the quotes of Brother Brenham, 
which he made in reference to the 28th of February 1963. Please, I say it once again. Leave everything the way as God has left it to us by His grace. Do not receive any interpretation. It doesn't help anyone to say, the prophet said, the prophet said, I want to see where this is written in the Bible, what is being claimed. But, that we experience this great event that the Lord already, already 88 years ago in the year 1933 he commissioned him to bring the message which would forerun the second coming of Christ. And If we then take, take all the other dates and years to it, brothers and sisters, we have to call out to one another the scripture of the Apostle Peter. The Lord is not slack with his promise. He just doesn't want that some get lost. He waits. He waits until the last ones, until the last ones have been called. And only then, when the number is full, then he will return. Right now comes the thought to me, which Brother Brenham also emphasized when he has seen the huge wheat field and he said the wheat field had to wait had to get into full maturity the wheat field had to wait also we beloved brothers and sisters in this time where the pestilences go around, where many can't cope anymore with the circumstances which surround us with the pestilence, with corona, with pandemic and with everything that has come upon mankind, please, please, Remain steadfast, remain sober in every situation and let us recognize this time. Let us lift up our heads for our redemption is drawing near. And at the same time, once again the emphasis in the words which we will read that the Lord in our time, has revealed himself in the, in the same way as at the time of Abraham, at the time of Moses, at the time of Paul, when the Lord appeared to him in the light on his way to Damascus, that the Lord revealed himself in our time in the same way and gave has given his servant instructions. Let us read firstly from Exodus. Exodus chapter 13 verse 21 and 22. Please, Brother Borg. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. Amen. One moment to show them the way and then to illuminate the way to them to go by day and by night. 
He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The Lord has given grace, has shown the way, and illuminated the way. Now, Numbers, Numbers 14, verse 13 and 14, verse 13. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up this people in thy might from among them. Verse 14. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that thou, Lord, art among this people, that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, and that, they, that thy cloud standeth over them and that thou goest before them by daytime in a pillar of a cloud and in a pillar of fire by night. What a wonderful word. The Lord not only has laid out his people, the blood of the lambs was shed. The deliverance, the leading out, took place, and now the Lord accompanied his people. Brothers and sisters, the same it is with us in this time. The Lord has shed his blood, and the blood is still on the throne of grace. He has given grace He has led us out and he shows us the way. Yes, he has shown us the way and illuminated it to us. And by grace, he is with us. We read on from Nehemiah. Nehemiah, chapter 9. Verse 12 and 13. Moreover, thou ledest them in the day by a cloudy pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. Thou camest down also upon Mount Sinai, and spakest with them from heaven, and gavest them right instructions and true laws, good statutes and commandments. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsookest them not in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night, to show them light and the way wherein they should go. To the Lord be the thanks with all our hearts that all this we could experience in our time. And if we read, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that the Lord God is the same, remains the same throughout eternity, that, that he does the same. And brothers and sisters, I reported earlier of the 28th of February, 63, 
This is not a story which fanatics invented, but unbelievers, unbelieving newspaper reporters have written. Professor MacDonald has written a cloud, unexplainable, and Brother Brenham was there when the cloud descended. So, we have the divine confirmation that the commission, which was given 1933, that is 88 years ago, and time and again it was renewed, and we know that we witnessed the last part of the divine plan of salvation, the calling out, the preparation, the agreement with every word of God. The Lord, of course, led it in such a way. Now, let us read from Psalms 78, verse 14, to this subject. In the daytime also he laid them with a cloud, and all the night with a light of fire. Brothers and sisters, he led them. He leads you. He leads me. He leads us. And we are very grateful to God for it. Let us come now quickly to the prophet Daniel, chapter 12. And here we read verse 9 and verse 10. Daniel Chapter 12, verse 9 and 10. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Verse 10. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Amen. This also applies to our time. Seal the book until the end time. We are in the end time. The sealed book was opened. The revelations were given to us by His grace. And gratefully, we may say before the Lord God, Nothing remained in the dark. The time is here. The Lord has kept his word because it is written, just as we read, until the end time. Then many will search in it. They will be purified and purged. This is now our time, our time to be purified and to be purged. From Romans chapter 1, I ask now to read the first six verses. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to preach the gospel of God. Let us stop here a bit. Called to be an apostle, separated to preach the gospel of God. Let us read verse 2, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Amen. This is very mighty. The everlasting gospel, 
just as he had promised it in the Old Testament afore by his holy prophets. Please. Concerning his son who came forth of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead by whom we have received grace and apostleship. To work obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. Thanks be to the Lord. Also, this repeats in our time. Called by the Lord to preach the everlasting gospel. And if our Lord foretold that the gospel of the kingdom of God shall be preached unto all nations for a witness, and then the end shall come, then in our time it was fulfilled and out of conviction we can say this scripture is fulfilled before our very eyes. The Lord took care for it that his everlasting gospel was preached as it was preached at the beginning, as it was experienced and practiced, so also now at the end. And in the coming broadcasts, we will really have to go into it. Because for every area, for marriage, for the family, for the church, for men, for women, everything was said in the word of God. And we are grateful that we receive everything with an inner agreement, taking it to heart. Let us summarize, dear brothers and sisters, and especially I have to think on all the ministering brethren worldwide. Please, dear brothers, only preach what you can preach from the Holy Scripture. Everything else We want to leave up to God. For instance, I want to show you a photograph when Brother Brenham preached and suddenly he said, now the supernatural presence of God is in this building. In that moment, photos were made. The whole platform surrounded by fire. The whole platform. Here, you see Brother Brenham standing and you see the whole platform surrounded by fire. Brothers and sisters, I say it once again, not an interpretation, but the meaning of that, what God has done in a supernatural way for us to recognize that it's not men who have put a program onto the table and who tell God what he shall do, but that God has sent his prophet to whom the word came 
and everything was restored into its original condition. If I would tell you all things, what God has, has also let me experience in connection with Brother Brenham, when he said to me very clearly, the famine is not a natural famine, which was told you on the 2nd of April 1962, but God will send a hunger to hear his words. If I would list you all the times, also the 12th of June 1958 in Dallas, Texas, after the intimate conversation, after I heard for, for the first time the message and the sending from his mouth and how we hugged each other. And afterwards he said, earlier a brother from Germany hugged me and there he told me, Brother Frank, you will return with this message to Germany. If I would list all the times where I had the grace to be together with Brother Brenham, to eat with him at the same table, to drive with him in the same car, to be in the same meetings, I, as an eye and ear witness, I may testify before the Almighty God, before His Holy Word, I may testify what I have seen, what I have heard. And I may add to it, we have not followed cunningly devised fables, but we let the Holy Word of God alone be valid. Once again, addressed to all brothers who connect the 28th of February with thunder doctrines, with the return of the Lord, connecting it with all kinds of heretical doctrines. You have been misled by a crazy spirit The blood is still on the throne of grace. The Lord is still our advocate. It is still the time of grace. Just imagine what would be with all the people who were, who are born after 1963 and who claim that the Lord came already in 1963 and the time of grace was over since then. The people have lost their mind. And therefore, the word heretical doctrine is at the right place. Namely, it's crazy. And what crazy means, we all know. So, in the summary, dear brothers and sisters, I and all brothers worldwide We have the holy responsibility to only pass on that what God has left unto us through the apostles and prophets and what God has revealed to our beloved brother Brenham from the word. And we are grateful with all our hearts for it. May the blessing of the Almighty God rest upon all of you. We greet once again from here all brothers and sisters worldwide in all peoples, in all tongues. Once again the mentioning which Brother Borg did, we are grateful that the broadcasts of the old sermons can take place and that all worldwide can also see the live broadcasts. The Lord God has taken care 
for everything and he will bring everything to pass in a wonderful way and very shortly from now we will experience the supernatural moving of God by grace just as he promised it to him the only God be the glory and the praise throughout all eternity Amen Lord Almighty God, bless your precious and holy word. And I thank you with the elect it will accomplish for what it was sent for. Dear Lord, you have a bright church on the earth and the bride hears the voice of the bridegroom. We thank you for it, that you counted us worthy to hear this divine message and to pass it on, which you have given to your servant and prophet William Brenham, that we can pass it on crystal clear to you, our faithful Lord and Redeemer, be the thanks throughout all eternity in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Manda que llevemos todo a Dios en oración. Vive el hombre desprovisto de consuelo y protección. Es porque no tiene dicho todo a Dios en oración. Oh